Hello and welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. Today I have Travis Hill back with us for the second time. Hi, Travis. Hello. (laughs) So if you have not watched the previous episode with Travis, you should definitely go watch it. Go scroll through my videos and um, it's a really great one. It's long. We covered a lot. So I would definitely recommend going and um, checking that out. We decided to do another one together just because there's so much to cover and I feel that we have such a great energy and um, (laughs) we just were excited to do it again. So here we are. and if you haven't seen the other video or as a refresher, Travis is um, has clairvoyant abilities. He's a medium, psychic. He uh, helps people connect with their higher selves. And he does readings where he can tap into like guardian angels or um, past relatives that come forward. He does a lot of work with people in those areas. I've had some readings with him myself and they've been really neat. Um, so mm-hmm. I highly recommend if you're interested in something like that to reach out to him. We will put his website and information in the show notes and then the very end, of course, you can uh, share where people can find you as well. So absolutely, absolutely. I think that sounds wonderful. Perfect. (laughs) Well, let's get started because we have so much to cover. Um, So much. We we had kind of just said, let's just go for it and see what comes through. Um, But let's just kind of tap in. I know that you wanted to share kind of like about collective consciousness and, um, what that entails. I guess it's a a very broad topic, but I'd love to hear from you what you've learned from, you know, the higher uh, realms, if you will, about that area and maybe give a context to people may not really quite know what that is. Collective consciousness. What does that mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to start with um, that there are different uh, frequencies, you know, in the universe. The best way that, um, spirit tends to tell people all the time, like, like, what is a frequency? Like, what is an energy? Um, I always use the example as like um, an AM station versus like an FM station. The only reason why I like to use that analogy is obviously, if we're going to listen to like the AM station, um, it tends to like be low quality, you know, it's like a lower vibration, I guess you would say. Um, And like the FM station, you know, has like a better quality. Um, And then I always make comments and jokes of like, you know, of course, today's day and age, we have like HD, (laughs) you know, um, high high definition, which is like the next one, you know, up. Um, So there's always different frequencies that we're feeling, you know, throughout our world. Um, And so we're always tapped into this frequency, no matter what. Um, However, we're tapped into that frequency depending on where we're at, you know, in our mind. Um, So I want to talk about, you know, real quick, uh, just like, you know, source energy and unconditional love. Um, Now, higher selves, uh, which is just basically like your heart or like your soul. um, You know, some clients like to look at it as like our highest potential. And, you know, I would definitely say so. Um, Absolutely. Now, higher selves tend to have a lot more love um, and compassion like compared to like maybe, um, you know, a spiritual guide, you know, or maybe a certain type of angel um, because they are a lot more connected to source. Now, source energy on my end from what I've learned is just like basically the idea of just like this life force energy 
um, that's like completely just made up of light. Um, and it was like the beginning of time. So it's not like source energy is like a person being your God. Um, it's actually just this, you know, energy signature that we do fill everywhere. Um, and it's actually in the core of us too. So when we tap into that frequency, I, I usually just close my eyes and meditate. Um, and then just imagine like this golden, you know, beautiful light, you know, that's how I've been told of basically what source energy is like. Um, but when we're tapped into that vibration, we are expressing compassion, you know, we are expressing love, um, you know, respecting each other, you know, um, there's, there's that feeling of patience, um, stillness. Um, and then also, also the feeling of mindfulness. And I think mindfulness is actually the key importance. Um, to accessing unconditional love. Um, because when we're mindful, we're actually in this moment, this moment now. And not only can we observe like what's around us, but we can also observe like ourselves, you know, like how am I coming across or, you know, like, uh, you know, the tone that I used in my voice, was that love or, or was it the opposite of ego, you know, as the ego. Um, so when we're tapping into this frequency, we are love. Um, but on the opposite side of things, there's also what is called the universal consciousness of fear and ego. So what basically I've been told by higher selves is it's not a same thing. So it's not a God. Um, it's just literally this collective consciousness of information, feelings, and emotions. But it tends to have a little bit more of this feeling of like anger or rage, um, you know, feelings of harmful jealousy, um, now, oftentimes I've learned through higher selves that our own personal ego that we have as a human is extremely different than the universal consciousness of fear ego, but we can actually keep on feeding that frequency. Um, so like, say for an example, um, you know, I want to use where the world's at right now, you know, with like the pandemic and, you know, also like the political stuff. Um, even though our, we're starting to go back, you know, um, to a sense of normalcy in our life, um, there's still a lot of, you know, um, this frustration or this anger, you know, that people are feeling, you know. Um, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Um, a lot of businesses did close down. And we haven't even nearly seen, like, the economic system. Like, you know, what, what's going to happen there? You know, we're just, we're just kind of, like, in the dark on that. Um, so there's a lot of feelings of uncertainty. So, of course, when we're in a place of the unknown, we're going to get anxious, you know. Um, and then fear settles in. Uh, once fear settles in, um, there's actually a part of our brain uh, called the reptilian part, you know, the reptilian brain, um, that actually alters and shifts our reality. Um, so how I like to describe the reptilian brain is just kind of like, have you ever had those moments where you're in your head um, and uh, you're like driving and you get to your destination and you're there, but you don't really actually remember driving. It's almost like that feeling of like, oh, wow, I'm surprised I got okay. here safely. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's like the reptilian brain. It's literally when we check out of our consciousness mind. Now, a consciousness is everything that we're aware of, you know, everything that we feel, see in this present moment right now. So when we tap into the reptilian brain, uh, we're not really in that moment of, you know, being present. 
Um, and uh, through that, we can forget things. Um, but then if we slowly start living that lifestyle way too much, then we can actually be in that space of just mistreating people. Mm. So when anger and rage comes in, then that's when you start yelling at somebody um, or doing harmful things to someone. And it actually shifts us. Um, a lot of readings that I've done, like say for an example, those that have uh, taken you know, their own life or a sense of suicide, um, their spirit, when they come through, um, they are in heaven. So that's a plus, you know, so I just yeah. want to put it out there, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Very comforting. Um, but every spirit tells me all the time, it's like they checked out, you know. It doesn't matter what they did or how they did it. All that they remember is the events leading up yeah. to the, the time that they got into this severe rage mm. and they checked out. They weren't thinking about, you know, my mom's going to miss me. They weren't thinking about, you know, my, my kids or my dogs. So when we fall into that place, we're completely just more focused on, you know, our, our agenda. You know, we're focused on our duties of what we want in life. Um, and um, so I've been noticing a huge shift. I've done readings. I, I always forget how long I've been doing readings, but I want to say 13 years <laughs> if I am accurate on that. Um, one thing that I have noticed more so than I've ever have before is a lot of anger, a lot of rage, um, people mistreating each other. And, um, you know, one of the things that higher selves tell people all the time, and this was just kind of like a little split off of our, you know, our last conversation that we had um, is that we do create our own reality, you know, and, and it's very true. However, part of the universal consciousness of fear and ego, you have to ask yourself, what am I feeling inside? Mm -hmm. You know, am I feeling angry? Um, am I feeling in fear? You know, um, am I feeling anxiousness? Because if you are, then you're going to be tapping into this energy, which is going to draw in law of attraction you know, those events, those people, those situations. Um, so the only way to step outside of, you know, the universal consciousness of fear and ego is to literally make that choice. You know, who, who do I want to be? Um, you know, do I want to be somebody who um, is love? And if that's the case, then you know, we have to practice compassion, you know. Now, the way that I look at compassion is the idea of understanding someone else's situation uh, without actually agreeing with them, if that makes any sense, you know. Um, and it's kind of like putting yourself into their shoes, you know. It's like being the ultimate observer um, and you get to kind of be in their life for a moment and just kind of see, you know, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, um, it's a sense of empathy and sympathy. Um, and um, that's like the best way that you can understand someone else's situation. I wanted to real quick bring up a scenario, um, which I'm sure that the listeners are going to understand this quite a bit. Um, I had a client, um, I want to say maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, and um, that client was expressing to me uh, that um, this individual was expressing her opinion about politics. Um, and, um, you know, and we're not going to go into the, 
you know, politics on, you know, the podcast today. Um, but she, she brought in her opinion. Um, and then her best friend for years just kind of snapped at her and because she didn't have the same views of the political system. Um, and then that friend then said, you know, we can no longer be friends because you don't have the same belief as me. Um, and I'm starting to see this not just with politics, but also with like religion. Um, part of ego, uh, harmful ego, because I want to talk about the good part of ego for us humans. But the harmful ego is a sense of fear. So it's the lack of love, the lack of light. And it can actually make someone have expectations. Um, it can make someone to have, an, a, you know, they put themselves into a place of controlling others around them. So it's almost like I expect you to believe in what I believe in, um, in order for us to be friends, you know. Um, and so it was really hard for my client because uh, she was she was hurt, you know, about this situation. Um, so one of the things that I had learned, though, is the only way to really step outside of the universal consciousness of fear and ego is to really make a choice, you know, and this is probably more of the crucial moments of our world and our life right now, um, because in order for us to make a choice of love, we have to see people in a whole different perspective. You know, we can no longer hold ex expectations. Um, now, another thing that I've been seeing through, uh, through this concept um, is also family, um, situations with family. I've, I've been having and doing a lot of readings with people where um, they're not so much getting along with their siblings, their mom or their dad, and they feel like they have to pull away, you know. Um, and um, some situations, I mean, every person's story is so different. So it's not black and white by any means. But like, say, for an example, if someone did come from a family um, that was more, um, you know, physically abusive or also verbally abusive, um, then that person's higher self said, well, we do have to make a choice. How much do you love yourself? You know, and do you love yourself enough, enough to either surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up or bring you down? So there's a concept of what is called programming and conditioning, um, which is the idea of how we're raised and brought up in our family, not just in our family, but honestly in our society, government, every, everywhere. Uh, we, we see it in advertising. <laughs> we see it on TV and music, you know. Um, but one of the things I'm starting to notice is that these TV shows or movies um, that we absolutely love and enjoy and they're so fun and entertaining, what are they teaching us? You know, um, are they teaching us that family is it, it's okay to bring each other down um, or is family really more about bringing, it, you know, people up? Um, so one of the TV shows I wanted to talk about that I just absolutely have always loved as a kid and still love today, um, even though this series had ended, was Full House. Mm -hmm. um, and then they made the remake Fuller House, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and I love that show because, yeah, there's some drama, absolutely. But life is not perfect, of course. There's, there's going to be stress. There's going to be some, you know, things happening in our life that are uncomfortable, but one of the aspects of that show that I loved was how, you know, their family 
rather than yelling at each other, you know, they sat down and said, I want you to express your feelings. I'm going to put my ego to a side. I'm just going to allow you to talk. Um, and then after you're done talking, I'm going to express my feelings. We don't have to agree, mm-hmm. but I understand where you're at. And I want you to know that I, you know, we understand each other. Um, and that comes from more of a place of compassion, you know. Um, and so I, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this today was because we're all going through it. You know, I'm seeing a huge shift in my readings where, Um, People are trying to navigate, you know, this concept of family. Um, And uh, sometimes it's our family is not always blood related. Um, You know, the idea of family is really about who do we bring in our life, but we also resonate with the people that we connect to. Um, But in order to step away from anything harmful, like harmful ego, rage, anger, Um, we have to ask ourselves, well, who do I want to be and who do I want to surround myself with? Um, And if we surround ourselves with people that are going to lift us up, then we're going to then start connecting to a higher vibration of unconditional love, stepping into our higher self and our highest potential, you know, so... Wow, that's a lot. It was so good. That is a lot. I have like all these things that I'm trying to you know, like remember. Okay. That was awesome. I, I saw your body language. You're like, okay. Because I'm trying that. to remember, like, <laughs> I want to ask about a lot of the things that you talked, but that was really great. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. You're um, so welcome. Okay. Where do I, where do I go back? Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think that's a huge thing for people that are on a spiritual, you know, journey of growth Absolutely. here is, you know, consciousness is talked about a lot and it starts within. Yes being conscious, you know, no matter what it is, conscious about how you're eating, conscious about how you're treating yourself, other people. And then it it has its way of going into the group collective consciousness. Now I know we, I don't know if we kind of touched on this last time, but um, the idea from what I can kind of understand, again, these are like, you know, buzzwords like the great awakening and and all these different things. But we are in this place where I feel like oh my gosh, there's so much going on in this world. There's a lot of healing and hence a lot of trauma coming out it has to come out first before you can heal. It has to come out. So Absolutely. All this political stuff and the pandemic and like, you know, just families breaking up and relationships. You know, I've had a lot of things like that yeah. too, where you not necessarily like losing a friendship, but just heated conversations or uncomfortable and just awkwardness. Yeah. And, you know, Absolutely. I'm at this place now where it's like, even if you don't agree with me, like, it's okay. Like, I, I guess I just have a piece about it. Um, yes. I realize that stuff's all dividing and I don't want to be a part of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, for this collective consciousness is the idea that we all have to become independently conscious. And then that kind of spreads, like you said, the good vibrations collectively. Yeah. And then we can all heal together as an earth. Because if we don't all heal together, then like peace and love can't truly exist. I mean, it can exist on a singular level, but is that the idea that we need to really work to absolutely have a group consciousness in order for us to move past some of this earthly, like muddy, muddiness, if you will? Exactly. I like okay. that you use the word muddy. It's muddy. It, it feels that way. Yeah. I feel like we're stuck absolutely. in the mud, but then there's we're peeking up and there's light and, and there's a lot of good stuff happening too, but it's so hard because right. ego and fear and all that stuff really do... Um, 
like, especially in our society, conditioned, the news mostly shows the bad news, right? Uh, right. So it just feels like that takes over, but there's still yes, so does. much light and love underneath yes. that. Like, I think that's something to be conscious about, right? Like, absolutely, it's always absolutely. there. So would you, would you think that um, we have to all kind of be more conscious for this to truly, us to move on to this new earth or this, um, you know, our, to evolve, I guess? Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. We, we have to first recognize um, the lies, I guess you would say that we've all been fed and told, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, from a very long time ago, you know, centuries ago, I'm not really a good history person, but you know, it's like, if I look back at like the dark ages, you know, or the dark times, um, I always use that as an example of like, we are improving, you know, like we, you know, we, we would do horrible things to other people, um, just by simply breaking one law. So it, it's kind of like, well, how long have we been in the place of ego? Mm -hmm. And um, so we've been in a place of ego for quite some time, but what we're starting to see now um, is that uh, love is coming. I don't want to say love is coming back um, because it's always been there, sure. but it's like we're starting to now see it and recognize it. But there is a slight retaliation mm -hmm. when it comes to the universal consciousness of fear and ego. It seems like we're like... Um, like there's been a history of darkness. There's always been yes. things that have been hard, right? Like right. murdering and wars and even like natural yes. disasters. Like there's always been like stuff that's been challenging for us, but then there's right. always been good, but it does seem like collectively we are waking up, which I, again, I think that's why yeah. this is all being shook up and there's all this like it's crazy drama because Absolutely. people that are like, over here, wait, like we're conscious. We feel like we're noticing some things and other people are like, no, that's not how it is. So uh -huh. it kind of goes like this. It's not just going to go up. Right. It does. Absolutely. So that's where and we're it at. Kind of, it does those weird mm -hmm. ways, you know? Um, and, um, you know, one of the things that we would have to recognize is our, who we truly are, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and this one's going to be a little bit hard to kind of explain because it does talk a little bit more about like, you know, um, you know, our perception of reality. So of course, if the average person was to ask, who am I? They may say, well, I'm a dad. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a woodworker, you know, these are just examples, yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, um, and, uh, you know, I'm a son, I'm a father, you know, um, but who are you truly really, you know, uh, what, what inspires you? Mm -hmm. You know, um, what, what helps you to feel empowered, you know? And when we ask ourselves, who are we really? It's really more about the beautiful concepts of ourselves. You know, am I talented? Well, absolutely. Everyone is talented. Everyone's creative. But how is your creativity and how is your talent, you know, different from someone else, you know? Um, and it's not that you're better, you know, than the other person. Um, it's just that you do have unique, uh, unique talents and you do have unique abilities and skills. Um, so when we think of the concept of our higher self, we're at now really tapping into the idea of who are you really, not just the titles that we've been told here on this earth, you know, um, and I think that's where a lot of people are starting to struggle. I, I've been working with the higher selves. I want to say 
um, maybe four or five years. Um, and, um, but I learn more and more, you know, as I go on. Um, so one of the things that I've learned me, for me personally by connecting to my truth, um, connecting to my higher self, uh, was that there's a lot more about me than just being a medium. I mean, <laughs> you know, I am a medium. That's what I do, and I love it. That is part of my primary purpose here on this earth. But the other part of it is to spread this message of unconditional love that it actually does exist. But it only exists um, if we see it. Um, and it's within every single human. You, you could be the darkest, evilest person on this planet. And yet there's still a light within you, yeah. but you got to make that choice. It's like, well, am I willing to see the light or am I seeing, or am I willing to see all the bad parts of me? So if we're, st if we're only seeing the bad parts and there's not the balance of the good, um, then we start to just realize that this whole world is bad. And, and, and then we just don't care anymore. And we start giving up and, we start mistreating people because it's kind of like the idea of like, well, what's the point? Why be a good person if it's not going to get me anywhere? Um, and um, so we kind of have to look at it as like, well, this isn't about, you know, you as a person of going where you're going. This is about everyone involved on this planet. Um, really now, uh, sorry, sorry to sorry interrupt to you. That's like just beautiful. Like, yeah. I think we all know that to some degree, like, you know, right. you know, basics in like elementary school, like treat people how you want to be treated. But truly, <laughs> it's we true. are so connected. And it's yeah. because I believe, you know, we are all one. We're all we all have source energy in us. And, yes. you know, it's all about love and connectedness. And when you treat yourself poorly, that actually can hurt other people. Like you were talking about, I wanted to mention really quickly yes. the, the suicide thing, like, yeah. You know, and I know that's a very like touchy subject and I want to have like empathy when we speak about this because, Absolutely. you know, there are people struggling, but, Absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes, yeah, you're struggling, but if you were to like leave or do something that will affect others and they're going to have great pain too. Um, so it's like, you know, I think people just have to like, you have to be conscious, like your choices and it doesn't just have to be obviously yeah. suicide, but anything that you do can affect other people and really, Absolutely. We should be looking at it as all, we are all one. And I would hope that that continues to motivate people to, to treat themselves and others better because it, it has Absolutely. rippling effects. And, um, Absolutely. Yeah. And then the one little thing too, sorry. The, the, oh, no, you're the okay. suicide I love thing. It. I read about this um, on a spiritual page that I follow. I can't remember which one, but it talked a lot about, um, it is nice to hear you said something about like how, um, even if you do take your life, like you kind of go to like a heaven, if you will. Um, Absolutely. But I did hear something about, um, and I'm curious if you've gotten any insight on this. Okay. That if you do decide to like end your life early, you know, you kind of cut short some of the opportunity to continue to grow and evolve here. Right. Um, Cause it is such a gift to come here in a human form, our soul. And, it really um, is. and that it will prolong some of the things that you have to work on you might have to come back because you didn't deal with it. Like, is that kind of your understanding? So um, it's so unique with every spirit. Um, and so, uh, you know, one of the things that I've learned, um, you know, as a medium, when I channel these spirits, um, those that have taken their life, um, I've learned that it is so unique to them, you know, through the information that's coming forward. Um, so some spirits will say, 
you know, um, I could have, you know, done this. It's like, once they go into heaven, it's like, they realize everything that they could have done in their life. You know, they, they, they find their primary purpose. Um, now before I go a little bit further, all of us have a primary purpose, you know, here on this planet. Um, but purposes, if we just kind of use the word only purpose, for an example, we have a purpose in family, mm-hmm. you know, we have a purpose in work and career, uh, our community, our neighborhood. Um, but our primary purpose is kind of like our idea of our own consciousness prior before coming here on this earth makes us goals, not expectations. Now, expectations are only like a human thing, you know? Um, So expectations has the energy of like, you better do this or you better do that. You know, so higher selves lately have been telling a lot of people, I want to separate expectations and goals. Now, goals are dreams. It's kind of like, well, I want to come on this earth and I want to be a pop singer, you know? Um, but within being a pop singer, what, what is the message that that pop singer is bringing through, you know? Um, and, uh, so if they're tapped into their truth in their, in their heart, not their mind of ego, uh, which is fear, you know, what someone else wants me to be, but who do I want to be? They get to actually, you know, go for that dream. So those that do take their own life, I've learned that they will, then let the client know, like, I could have been, you know, a massage therapist, or I could have done this, or I could have done that. I was supposed to have four kids or, you know, um, and they start to realize that this physical experience is all about feeling human emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, us humans, we can smell, uh, we can, you know, and, and I have to put it out there in a lot of you know, sympathy and compassion for those that um, may not have these physical sensations, you know, Um, like us, you know, people who can, you know, see there are people out there that are blind or do have a condition. However, what's beautiful though, is there's a lot of documentaries stated that they see too, but they see so differently, you know, or their other Uh, senses are heightened. yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's through the feeling of it all. It's through the emotion. It's through the energy of what this earth has to offer. Um, And through those feelings, we get to create this beautiful experience for us. Um, The concept of suffering comes from when we disconnect ourselves completely from the beautiful gratitude and, and, and gratefulness that we have here on this earth you know, in our personal life. So those that do take their life, um, of course, it's hard um, for them. And I have a lot of compassion because, you know, it's like, I, you know, I've never attempted or done anything, but yes, I will be honest. There's been times in my life that I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> you know, I mean, why everyone had that at some planet? point. I've had those days, you know, you know, a lot of people have What's more, my more purpose. Than, like, what am I doing here? Like, kind of feel yeah. stuck or yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, so one of the things that I had learned, you know, through the higher selves and connecting to those that have taken their life, it's like they now have this profound meaning of what true life actually means. So some people choose, um, they may make comments like someone who had taken their life may 
make a comment and say, next time I come back to planet earth, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm just going to enjoy life and be free. Um, And then there's some spirits that um, are still trying to let go of their experience in this lifetime. Um, They're still in heaven, um, but there are divine beings that coach people through um, their experience if there was a lot of trauma. And so sometimes that spirit will say, well, right now I feel like heaven is a lot more enjoyable than planet earth. So I'm going to stay here for a little while, you know? Um, And um, so, but one of the coolest concepts that I've learned though, it's a choice to come back, you know, to this earth. Um, But every time that we come back, we evolve even more and more and more. Um, You know, I don't want to go too much into the rabbit hole in this, but um, one of the things that I've learned through the higher selves is that if we were to kind of look at source energy as like the beginning of everything, the beginning of atoms, you know, particles, everything. It's just literally the creation of life. One of my favorite concepts that higher selves will tell people all the time is you can't create life without love, Mm, you know? Um, And it's so true, you know? Um, And, uh, you know, and there's different levels of love, you know, there really is. So there's different fractures of that. But at the same time, it's like, if we look at source, source created a lot of things, and um, so when we're connected to that source energy, we get to now tap into who we truly are. Yeah. Um, and through that, we can value this life, you know, and separate from ego. Now, I wanted to kind of real quick mention, speaking of like, you know, um, suicide or those you know, that are struggling because I, I wasn't even expecting to go into I, this direction. Neither was this, I. Yeah. I <laughs> this might help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us humans are all the same, you know, and, you know, we, we, we get angry. I do, you know, I, I, I have promised myself though, that in order for me to express anger rather than sending it out here, which is toxic, you know, to the people around me and, and to the world around me. I have to go within and I have to ask myself, well, what is bothering me? Cause out here, not, nothing's going to help. I, I may search for happiness out here, but nothing's going to really help. I need to figure out what's really bothering me. Once I find the core to what's truthfully bothering me, um, I'll tap into sadness. No longer am I feeling angry. Angry is just the secondary emotion um, and sadness is the primary. So when I tap into sadness, um, then I'll just have a good cry and I'll, I'll just let it all out, you know, (laughs) however, it could be dangerous staying there though. Um, so when we stay in a place of sadness, emotions are meant to be felt. Mm -hmm. They're meant to be recognized. They're, they're not meant to judge. Um, you know, we should never judge our emotions Um, They should be recognized. Um, But when we shift into a different energy, so like say for an example, one of the techniques I do is when I feel anger, I recognize it first. I'm like, okay, I have to take control. I have control. Um, I don't want to spread it out here. I'm going to have a good cry. After I have a good cry, then I shift the frequency. I shift the channel. I go, well, now let's cry with gratitude. So I'm going to put on some music that's going to uplift me. That's going to help me feel empowered. And that's how you do the proper healing process. Um, And um, so all of us humans, we're all the same. 
Um, and um, so when we think of the human ego, which could be anger, you know, resentment, um, it could be jealousy. Um, I don't look at um, sadness as a harmful ego emotion, even though it, it does feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. Um, but guilt, for an example, um, there's bad guilt and there's good guilt. Um, and uh, so if we allow ourselves to first feel guilt, that's our learning experience here on this planet. It's kind of the idea of like, oh, I did something and I, and I feel bad about it. That's our body's alarm system saying, maybe you could have gone about sure. something a little that's bit differently. That's alerting you, like you're becoming conscious, like, ooh, how can yes. I, now I should fix that. Like, I don't really like that. So it's actually okay sometimes to feel that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The only time that guilt tends to kind of be harmful again, kind of like sadness is when we stated. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and through guilt, I've, I've seen people be in that place where it's like, well, I feel guilty because I am an angry person or I have rage, you know, and I do all these things. So I won't allow people to love me because I want to protect them. Um, but then again, the ego is actually pushing love away. You know, so we kind of have to look at it as like, well, we need to harness our emotions. And what I mean by harnessing it is we need to look at it, um, go within, be mindful and not spread it out here, you know. Um, and, 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 and real quick, if, if you're OK with me expressing, you know, uh, this topic, one of the things that I recently learned for myself, because one of the things I always let people know is even though I I. I'm honored and grateful to know this, you know, information. I too am human. Um, so I feel all of these things and I, and I learn a lot. So one of the most recent things that I learned, um, I want to say I was probably learning it in the last three months. Um, and I've been working at it. I haven't perfected it. Um, but one of my downfalls that I've always had is that if something went wrong in my life, in my perspective, you know, because everyone's perspective is different. Um, of course, I'm going to go to my husband or I'm going to go to somebody and tell them about everything that went wrong that day. Um, little did I know I'm bringing that person down, mm. you know. Um, and so when, when we are actually engaging with people, we kind of have to ask ourselves, well, where is that person at? So it, it, should be, it should be good that we do go to our family. Uh, it should be good that we go to our partners when we're having a rough and bad day. Um, I don't want to say that we have expectations that they should be there, but there's always a time and a place. So one thing that I'm learning is like, say for an example, if I'm having a bad day, rather than bringing my husband down, I will then ask my husband, I'm like, I'm being bothered by something today. Um, can I talk to you about it? You know? Um, and then he'll be honest, being authentic. That's like the best thing that anyone can do is being authentic. And he'll say, um, well, just give me about two more hours. I'm working on a project. Um, you know, but I promise that I'll give you time, yeah. you know, so you can tell me. But one of the learning curves that I also learned is how am I coming across? how is my energy being putting out to the situation? So if you're kind of acting out kind of like, or mimicking what someone had said that hurt you, 
then you're bringing that energy through the conversation and then you're having the listener feel what you're feeling. Um, And this puts a divide between you and that person. So rather than allowing those harmful negative emotions to control us through the reptilian brain and ego mind, we kind of have to be mindful and ask ourselves and have that mindfulness and consciousness awareness of how am I acting? How am I coming across? And is this a good time to, you know, perch emotionally (laughs) or is it not? Um, And, um, you know, so that, that, I think that itself can help quite a bit of people in many different situations of their life. Yeah. And of course, I mean, I, I know what you're talking about, but you know how sometimes people have interpretations. Um, if you're in like a very serious emotional crisis, obviously I don't think you need to ask permission to, to share with someone. I think you're talking oh, you're more correct. when it's like a yeah. daily, you know, just like oh, I had a bad day at work or something, you know, that yes. it's not urgent. So I just want to like clarify that I knew what you Absolutely. were talking about. But Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, Absolutely. the internet people do actually take things very seriously sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got and, it. And, too, like, and you're, with the you're 100% suicide, right. Yeah. But I knew what you were talking about for sure. And yeah, I agree definitely. with you. Like, our energies do bounce off one another and there are like appropriate ways to go about that. But I do think absolutely the summary is yes, share with people, reach out. And I was going to ask you like, again, we're not like doctors yeah. or like therapists. If no, you're yeah. struggling it's with things with suicide thoughts, like please to seek help. But I think if you're just in a lower place, um, which any of us can be at any time, um, right. Spiritually, energetically, I think this is just some, something to, to be conscious of infinite, resonates with you then you know take it in but I was going to ask your opinion so I'm glad you kind of talked about some of the things about like what are some things that you would recommend energetically and spiritually not not medically or or anything like that but totally um, speaking to loved ones seeking out support of course um, absolutely looking within what it what is truly bothering me and what is you know maybe doing some self-reflection of like what what is my purpose here and you know, maybe it'd be interesting for people to, to have a reading with someone if they feel that they would try something Absolutely. new and, or trust that information coming in because that could be really healing. And I think this topic is very vast. We can move on shortly. But the thing about this is, do you think that people that do have um, suicidal thoughts or, or end up, you know, mm-hmm. being, there's a lot of reasons. So again, it's like a touchy subject, but not even just suicidal, very- just people that are struggling at any point, like, with trauma, Absolutely. do you think sometimes, yes, things can happen here, but do you think that also we, as a soul, bring past traumas and haven't healed them potentially? And if you could try and do that here, you might free up, you might clear out some of that trauma? Absolutely. So are, are you kind of asking kind of like more of like a past life kind of stuff? Yeah, like a past or, life. Yep. Like yes. you said, like some of the people that maybe they, they did, it doesn't even have to be suicide, Absolutely. they passed on or they were murdered or like they died of a disease and there was a lot of trauma and maybe they want to hang out in heaven for a while. Um, Absolutely. What, I guess, like what are some things we can do? It doesn't even have to be a dramatic. Like I, I have little fears and stuff like what can I do? What can other people do to kind of work on clearing out some of these traumas? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, there's kind of like these two concepts that I've learned with spirit, but you know, these two concepts can really involved with a lot of different, you know, therapeutic situations. Like, of course, you know, I'm not a psychologist or a doctor or anything. 
Um, you know, and some of these things that higher selves do advise people do, I've actually never tried, you know, myself. Um, so I want to kind of give a balance of like what higher selves re- would recommend people. Maybe we, just that, to, again, to be careful, I'm so careful about this because we're talking about some yeah. intense topics. What are yeah. just some like ways to clear out um, any, any form of a negative energy, um, yes. a hard day, like it could even be lighter stuff, yeah. but just Absolutely. what are some ways to clear out um, feelings once you've expressed them and, and felt them, like you said, Absolutely. And to kind of move them through so we can continue on our path and, and be light and Absolutely. love. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You know, one of the things that I've learned is energy work, you yeah. know, as uh, an example to Reiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reiki is some of the things that I like to personally do on myself. Um, now, not everyone has, you know, of course, been taught Reiki, yeah. you know, of course, but seeking a Reiki practitioner and those who don't know what Reiki is, Reiki is just kind of like from what I got taught from my teacher is it's just this frequency of unconditional love and the practitioner is actually being the straw mm-hmm. and they're giving that energy to that person. Mm. Um, and um, now when we're giving somebody love, anything that's you know, dark or negative anxiety, stress, depression, that tends to kind of actually come out of our energy field, you know, our aura or our chakras, because our aura and our chakras collect um, the good and the bad, you know, our chakras have really wonderful information inside, (laughs) you know, Um, and then our aura is kind of like our, um, you know, magnetic energetic field that people feel around us. Um, But a lot of it too is self-care, You know, um, I love taking salt baths, uh, Himalayan and and Epsom salt baths, you know, Um, and, um, you know, that's my personal way of just being able to let go of a stressful day, you know, or, or even if I'm struggling with something in my life, I clear it out, you know, Um, but I think, I think what is really most important um, that I wanted to kind of talk about Um, is that, um, you know, again, I have to repeat myself. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. Um, But at the same time, our society is scared to talk about these things. Um, We're we're scared of it um, so badly that we uh, push it away. Um, And uh, if a loved one is coming to us and say, hey, I'm having these thoughts, then you should listen. You, You should be... You, you should not take that lightly, right. you know? Um, and um, so one of the things that I've learned is we need to be authentic. We, we, we really need to be honest with ourselves and our emotions. I think a lot of us get scared. Um, and one thing I've learned too as a practice is writing stuff down on a piece of paper. When, when I've been feeling sad or angry or upset, I'll just write it down. Yeah let it all out. Um, and, uh, it's because our body's built in a way for holding on to harmful perspectives or harmful emotions. It gets collected, mm-hmm. um, especially in our head. Cause we're constantly thinking about it. Yeah. So if yeah. we just let it out, that's like one of the best concepts you can do. That's true. That's really, those are some really good tips and advice. Yeah. From a, again, from a spiritual, from a spiritual, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, that's, absolutely. Huge, that's the whole point of why we do these podcasts, we're talking about the spiritual aspect yes. of things. Of course, we are here physically and that's part of our reality, but absolutely, I think that's a good idea. And I, I've had some chakra clearing in the past from a medium that I saw, um, 
And, you know, she always talked about different things could get stuck in your different chakras. And if you guys aren't familiar, yeah. you should look it up. I mean, there's a million resources online about the different colors and the chakra centers oh, totally. in your body, but uh, it can hold things. And that is part of, I think, clearing out uh, energies and bringing in energies as well. Um, and I also think absolutely one thing that's kind of helped me with some of my like mild daily anxieties, if you will, is um, breath work. Just simply like yes. this is like the super easy tip, and I love this stuff because you can literally do it anywhere at any time. You can um, <laughs> breathe in, and then I was taught by this medium that I saw. Picture that you have little doors in the bottom of your feet. Breathe in, and let whatever the feeling is, the trauma, you know, the trauma, the fear, the whatever it is, out of your feet. So it's literally. Yes envision it clearing out of your body and then breathing in like a protective white light or whatever you want to do and just doing that a few times and it kind of centers you like, okay. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's one little thing that's worked for me um, with anxiety. I think that's a great idea. But breath work is huge, but I I love the idea of writing things down, kind of getting it out, talking with others, feeling the feels, taking care of yourself, baths totally. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways. It's... but it can take time for more serious traumas and things. But those are just some things yes. to kind of maintain a little bit of steadiness, if you will. Absolutely. And, yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. like, you know, the whole point, I, I, I think, on the spiritual path and spiritual journey is um, our experiences are real. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we go through is real. Um, it feels real. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but we need to remember who are who are we truly really, you know, because yeah. we are pure souls of light, um, our, you know, and, and again, I'm no doctor, but our, you know, doctors even say our body can heal on its own, um, in certain ways, you know, um, but that also does mean we can also take our part, our part in, you know, self-love and self-care, you know, um, we have more power than we realize. And you kind of mentioned that yes. we have what we need inside. And that doesn't mean we don't use assistance here with therapists or doctors, of no. course, but they're important we, more than ever. Yes, yeah. but we do have a lot of power to to heal at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really, I'm learning that, and that'll be something that I'll continue to always learn. As anyone that's on their spiritual discovery is, we are source, we are connected to source, and we have what we need inside. And again, with that conditioning thing, who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll do another one of these. But that could be <laughs> a whole another episode. Is just the conditioning, and that's been a very hot topic and controversial conspiracy theories and all these things but there's just no doubt we've been conditioned to think certain ways it's dangerous but it's also sometimes how we just have to you know our society functions absolutely you know like the whole like milk campaign that's a bad example but like you have to drink milk all the time and now we're finding out like dairy can actually be very harmful for many of us um yeah it should be small quantities you can get calcium from many other sources um yes again I think that's more well accepted now with all the different types of milk and stuff. But Absolutely. think about all those examples of our life. We've been told to do things a certain way. And then we do learn like, oh, we can actually do things a different way and totally be healthy totally. and fine. So yeah. um, I think that's a huge part of this awakening. And a I huge agree. part of the energy right now is like trying to sort through like this way that we've been conditioned. And some of it's harmless and some of it is harmful. And the corporations and the politicians profit off right. these things. And that's open for discussion as we will continue to see with, you know, relationships being jostled and such. But uh, I'm glad that you brought that up. I think we're in a very crazy time and I would just encourage people to like, 
be kind because there's yes. so much to sort through. There's so much information. Yes. We're discovering a lot and it's actually really positive. We're waking up. Yes. And so I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, I, I want to be conscious of our time because I know sometimes people tune out. We're at almost we're <laughs> yes. 50, 50 minutes and I do, there are a couple of questions I wanted to ask of actually a okay. listener, but I did want to talk one more thing that you had mentioned um, that I think is really interesting. I know it's hard to put a definition on it, but I've mm-hmm. kind of discovered this thing like God or source, right? You had mentioned right. like this consciousness energy is just this all being energy in a sense though, like in a physical description, is that what God is? Cause I've kind of come to realize like, like you said, like mm-hmm. before the beginning of like time or like atoms were created, isn't consciousness kind of what source is in a way like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I, what I've understood is that source wanted to come this do, what is it, a duality, like wanted to, separate off and come down into human form and have all these experiences. Is that what your understanding of all of this is like all these different souls coming, but we're all connected, but we can't remember. I know that's a big yeah. topic, but is Absolutely. consciousness and energy. Is that kind of what we call God? You know, it's, 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 that's, that one's a tough one. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is from what I've learned through the higher selves is when we use words um, as humans, they are created and they're, you know, they put a definition to it. Um, And um, I kind of more been taught through the higher selves. If we take out a word, so if we took out the word God, um, is it unconditional love or is it ego? Um, And what is the frequency that that energy uh, energy is putting out. Um, so you know, kind of like what we were talking about in our last video, for an example, um, which a lot of people are now starting to learn and awaken to this. Um, but I kind of wanted to put out there, though, um, one thing that if we look at Greek mythology, for an example, um, you know, b- before modern you know, day religion was created. Um, There was so many different gods and goddesses. Um, They all had different things. They all had different messages. So when we look at God, it is kind of a broad spectrum. Absolutely. Um, So I like to kind of separate um, those words and kind of ask myself, well, who am I praying to through my intention? You know, Um, For me personally, I'm at the level where I pray to Divine Mother Creator, you know, Um, and Divine Mother Creator is not Mother Earth. Um, From what I've gotten told, she's just more of like this uh, energy of unconditional love. But if we were to kind of imagine the ladder, so like say for an uh, an, uh, example for us humans, you know, uh, we have us like our human um, and then we have our higher self. And then our higher self is more connected to the beginning of time. Um, But God, um, what religion may put, you know, the definition of God being like the starter of the universe is separate from that. Um, And the reason for that would actually be everything that got created and developed um, even, you know, centuries ago. We, We really don't know how long this, you know, planet truthfully has been around or the whole entire solar system. 
So if we kind of think outside of the human conditioning, the question would be, what is God to you? Mm. Um, But most importantly, what is that God telling you? Is that God telling you that you have to be a certain way to be worthy of love? Or is that God telling you that you already are love? Um, And um, so for me, you know, I think more of the message that I've been really trying to let people know is that unconditional love does exist. There are gods out there that want to make us believe that we're not good enough, um, but that actually can destroy us, you know. Um, The truth is, is that we do have to recognize that we're beautiful, that we're amazing already. Um, Yeah, we may struggle um, and we may feel harmful emotions, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, but it's totally the concept of before we got conditioned through any religion, what were we before, you know, and we were light and love. And so it's kind of like that concept. So that one is a deep one. Yeah. You know, and I get that. I mean, of course we're all here trying to figure it out and you can't really quite put it a true yep. description on it, but it, I'd never really heard that. That's interesting. Maybe we all mm-hmm. have our own depiction and description of what God is and that's okay. Uh, totally. Um, Absolutely. And there isn't just one way to answer that. I get that, but I guess, I guess my human mind in a way is like, I used to just think, okay, it's like Jesus or Buddha or God is just like creator, but even bigger than just like a creator. It's like, it's to me, at least my version would be, and I've heard others kind of feel this way too. Again, it's our only way to describe it. Um, Overall arching energy consciousness and um, within Mm -hmm. that can be creation and all these things and there can be gods and stuff, but or goddesses, but it is just truly like love and energy, Absolutely. which is really what we all are anyways. So I guess exactly if that makes sense. I don't know. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. I, the example I kind of wanted to use on that too, is like, um, you know, those who do believe, um, in heaven, you know, um, and those do, uh, that believe in the afterlife and believe in good spirits, most likely who are those that are going to believe in good spirits also do believe in the dark spirits. Yeah. Um, and um, so for any mediums, including myself, it's like, we kind of have to deal with both, you know, we kind of have to deal with the good and the bad. Um, but the only way to get rid of the bad spirits is to see their light. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason why I say that is because it's a choice that they're making. Um, and I think that's what us humans are doing. Um, is we're having to make a choice. Um, So if we do look at, um, if we kind of take away the words gods and goddess um, and we were to replace it with, um, you know, the universal consciousness of fear and ego, which is control, fear, um, judgment, you know, punishment, all of that. And if we were to then separate that energy from unconditional love, um, those split offs, um, energies or spirits can truthfully actually make a choice too. Mm. So they're still made of light, but what choice are they making? Sure. Um, and, and, and are they causing harm or are they causing good? Um, and, um, so, you know, I've, I've learned as a medium, if I struggled with, uh, a dark spirit, um, the best thing to do is for me to not get upset or angry or because 
I would be matching their frequency, uh, which would cause more harm for me. Or attract uh, them in more. Attract them in. Yes, you're 100% correct. Absolutely. So I have to be able to bring in love. I have to, but in order for me to do that, I have to separate myself from the fear, um, realize that this is just a spirit. Um, and within that spirit is source energy. There's that golden light deep down inside. If I, I'm hoping, I can't have any expectations, but I'm hoping if I see their light, is it possible that they can make the choice and see their own too? That's um, That's and beautiful. Um, absolutely. Um, and so I kind of look at um, gods and goddesses exactly the same way, you know. If we could only think that way about each other, like you said, I, I've had those thoughts too with people here that are very evil. I, I know there's good within. They've just been overtaken by the bad and it doesn't mean yeah. you accept abuse or bad things, but I do still have a form of empathy and I'm actually just sad that they are hurting so bad that they hurt Absolutely. other people, but I know that there's still love and goodness inside and I pray that like they will be able to find more of that within. So I think that could be a good way for us to be more Absolutely. patient with people right now when we're going through such a crazy time. But wow, that is a, an, a long in-depth like topic. <laughs> I know I threw that at you like, but I just, I'm like, I, I didn't, at first I didn't know how to answer it because I, I would have wanted to answer it through what I've been told, sure. you know, but at well, the I guess same I was, time. Yeah, I was curious on your interpretation of it, but I think you, you did paint it beautifully. And I think Perfect. we all have Good. our own interpretation, but I think at least there's something we can kind of know is just, there's this energy and there's love yep. and there's light and there's many things within that, but it, it just seems like kind of, you know, it's just, it is, you know, hear people say I am, or it is, it's just, it's this energy that it's undoubtable. Absolutely. And it's hard to kind Absolutely. of know as a human, how to put that into words, but yeah. It seems Absolutely. at least like it's a positive, good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I think, you know, I, I know that we might be almost about time, but, um, you know, I, I think maybe um, for those that would have a hard time understanding, you know, this information, um, which I completely understand because I'll be honest, I, if I, if I, Oh man, if someone was telling me this information like 10 years ago, yeah. I'd be like, huh? I would be what? like all confused. Yeah. Like what? Like what is, what? I'm confused, you know? Totally. Um, and um, so I try to think of how I was 10 years ago, you know, for the audience and the listeners um, and, and not have the idea that I expect, you know, some people to know this information. Um, for me, of course, it's my everyday normal life. And so it's like, I get it. Um, but if I were to try to help people to understand it, um, it's going back down to um, everyone here on this planet always has a choice. Um, you have a choice of waking up in the morning. Um, you know, even though you have a nine to five job or a longer job, or maybe even you're a doctor, or a lawyer, or anyone who is so, you know, so busy. Um, yeah, we have to go to work, but we are making a choice to go to work. Um, and so my whole point is, is that we're making choices every single day. So we kind of have to be mindful through what, what choice am I making today? You know? Um, and I like the concept of what you said is like at any time that we are struggling with somebody, 
maybe someone rubbed off, uh, like maybe somebody's vibe. I want to use the word vibe rather than energy because I think a lot of people resonate with vibe. A lot of people will say I either had a good vibe with somebody or maybe a bad vibe with someone. But if you're feeling bad vibes with someone, um, you know, and I don't mean you're not in no harm. Like if you're in harm, then I would say, you know, you know, it's probably best to flee, (laughs) you know. Um, But say for an example, if someone's just coming off with their vibes really bad and really negative or maybe angry, um, try to see something good within them, you know. And I don't mean the exterior. I mean, you can do that. That's one thing I do is like, if I'm noticing that a clerk at the store is just not in a good mood, I don't allow myself to take it personal um, and start falling downhill and then mistreating them. Um, I will immediately start recognizing, observing that they're not in the good place. So then I ask myself, well, what can I do, you know, to lift them up, you know? So then maybe I'll start with their hair. Maybe I'm like, well, do I truly like their hair? I'm like, well, I do. And you got to ask yourself, like, what do I like about that person truthfully, you know? Because when you think about that and you bring that element through, then it's going to absolutely come through with a lot more love. Yeah. So I'll yeah. let that person know like, wow, your hair is so beautiful. I like it. Um, and immediately they'll shift. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, absolutely. There are those that can be scared of love. And then I think that's one thing that I'm starting to see more of lately um, is that um, we get to a place where if someone is kind of loving towards us, we automatically kind of close off, you know, or guard. It's kind of like the idea of like, why is this person being nice, you know, kind of type thing. I've been seeing that a lot more lately the last two years. And um, I, in my personal opinion, it's like, we got to allow love in. Yeah. Don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. And Um, I also think too, you could compliment someone and say something and also, if you don't have the chance to do that, if you're walking by someone or I don't know, sending good love, just sending, even just sending a frequency, sending some good vibes is that collective love. If we all did that more. Absolutely. It's contagious. Absolutely. Yeah. It is contagious. Yep. Totally. It, it's like anything could be contagious. Even angry energy could yeah. be contagious. Moods. Love yeah. could be contagious. That's true. Um, you know, it's the, I, I like to always call it the ripple effect. It's it like, you or know. the domino effect, yeah. Yeah, exactly, uh, your domino yeah. effect, absolutely. We're all connected. <laughs> well, before we wrap it up, I did have two questions. One, I don't know, maybe you can just do a quick summary because we kind of talked about okay. it last time a little bit, but maybe okay. we just we'll do a kind of quick little answers, not to rush you or anything, but I just I do want to make sure okay. that people kind of stay in in the zone with us. In the um, zone, absolutely, I agree. Someone asked me what stones, because I think – I don't know if I mentioned this before, but when you're, I, I don't know if we talked about energy and crystals and stuff, but I know that you do this too. Um, uh-huh. When you do readings, um, I know a lot of mediums do this. They hold crystals or stones. Which ones do you like? And so does it bring in like an energy for you? Absolutely. So um, it's funny because I'm holding a stone. Okay. Right <laughs> this is perfect. Um, this was not, this is not yeah, planned, no. you guys. <laughs> yeah, not planned. <laughs> and uh, so um, this is a selenite uh-huh. heart, yeah. um, you know, that we bought online. Um, but um, in, in this room I'm in, I actually have um, selenite towers that mm. have lamps in them. 
um, and they're in four corners of this room. So for me personally, I use selenite um, because it is to say that selenite is self-cleansing. Mm. Um, so where other crystals like amethyst, for an example, can absorb okay. negative energy, you need to periodically cleanse it, yeah. uh, where selenite is actually transmutes, you know, the energy. Um, and um, We so have some of that in our selenite bedroom. That's good. My <laughs> <laughs> we have a little mini tower. Yeah. So absolutely. Okay. So you hold that and it just kind of helps keep energies clear and... Absolutely. Absolutely. It helps me to kind of, um, it does two things for me when I'm doing a reading, sometimes we can tap into some intense things. Um, and so I hold it as like something nervous, um, like to do like fidgeting in a way. Um, but then it also helps me to also just, um, you know, clear the energy that way I'm not absorbing any negative. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. absolutely crystals could be a whole nother hour they're, yes, they're really can. wonderful yeah I, I'd like to look more into learning more about those um and then this one is probably too in-depth but I'll at least ask it um does Travis ever communicate with ETs um, or has he had any encounters now I know last time you did talk about how like yes they're around us and I've done a whole episode on that so if you guys haven't seen that go watch that because it yeah. covers a lot but um there was a lot on that did you yeah. watch that one I did yeah, yeah there's a did. lot um there's a book called the alien handbook by Patrick DeHaan you should all read it because it, it it goes into a lot if you're curious about ETs but um I know you have said that they existed and they're here I uh, agree with that too I've heard it from many different sources as well with trusted individuals but um do you ever have regular encounters or have you had any like telepathic conversations and also have you ever like do you think you've ever seen them in human form like around got it got it so I haven't seen them in like human form around okay um well it kind of depends on you know your perspective like we're all some ETs I guess but yeah exactly like some some people say and there's even documentaries on it you know on like Discovery Channel for an example of like, um, there are different, you know, aliens, yeah. you know, out there in the world. Um, so sometimes our origins, our soul or our spirit, you know, our consciousness, I guess you would say that's kind of like the theme today, yeah. um, could be alien, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so to answer the question though, is I've had weird and crazy experiences with extraterrestrial. Um, a lot of it has been more with the UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my husband and I have had weird experiences, um, You've seen back them? in the day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, without going too far in yeah. depth into that topic there, cause I know that we're wrapping up here. Um, we, we were living in this apartment. I, I want to say probably seven years ago. Um, it was a house that was splitted in units. So there was a backyard. Um, And in the middle of the night, I heard what sounded like this rocket ship in this backyard. Now, this backyard is not near a main street, uh, nothing. Um, There's no motorcycles. It was just nothing. Um, And so my first thought, of course, was my logic brain, like some sort of jet or like I, I started falling into fear. But then all of a sudden, this big white light came in and my husband woke up and he goes, what is this? What is going on? And I'm like, I think 
I don't know. I, you're going to, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I think there's a spaceship in our backyard. Um, and, uh, then we, uh, it stopped, it left and we looked outside. There was nothing that could have been seen. So I think for me, I've had more personal experiences with UFOs than the actual physical. Sure. Like an alien. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that's a relevant topic so that I'm glad someone asked that, but there's a lot coming out about that. Even just like if people have been paying attention, like I said before, like the Pentagon, you know, finally confirming yes, UFOs existed. And then now there's even more stuff kind of starting to come out. So it's interesting life yes. on other planets. And there's a lot of people that have had encounters and stuff. So yes. you know, interesting. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. There, oh, oh, you're so welcome. And, and on that topic, speaking of like, you know, government and stuff yeah. coming out, um, there's a new documentary that I was watching. I think, well, I have discovery plus, so it, it is on Discovery Plus, but I'm not sure which channel it's mm. on. Um, but it's the Skinwalker Ranch here in Utah, uh, close to Vernal, and it's in the Uintas. Um, and, and, and if anyone wanted to kind of experience what our government here in Utah um, is now starting to investigate, mm. um, it blew my mind. I, I've watched this documentary a couple weeks ago, and I, I've lived here my whole life and I did not know that this mm. stuff was actually going on um, but it's been going on since way long before I was born um, and now the government is starting to come yeah. you know clean with the information I think we're going to find a lot more information out over the next you know few decades like there's definitely Absolutely. some interesting things coming out so yes yeah 100% <laughs> very cool <laughs> awesome well Travis Perfect. Thank you oh. so much again. It's always so You're fun so to chat with you. And I, I just appreciate Absolutely. your loving energy that you put out into this universe. And um, thank you. And thank that you for what, yeah. Thank you for what you and, do and sharing, you know, um, you, you know, what you get. I know everyone gets different stuff, different energies and messages. And that's, you know, why it's so fun. Just to, what's yep. your perception? What are you, you getting from Absolutely. The, the other realms? So I appreciate yep. you sharing with people. Well, you're so welcome. And, you know, I wanted to add everyone's on their own journey. And, you know, one of the things I've learned is everyone else's experiences are not wrong Mm -hmm. because everyone is on their own journey. Um, And, um, you know, we're all all different levels, you know. Um, And so, you know, thank you for allowing me to, you know, share what I've learned. And, you know, main focus is just spreading love. Yeah. You know, the good summary. Yeah. Yep, we need to yep. be patient with another one another. And I think when you talked about people that are having relationship issues and family and friends with different beliefs, I think that's really helped me have compassion um, for yeah. people in my life and just out in the world as everyone's on their own path and different timeline and different consciousness levels. And yes, I might 100%. feel like I'm maybe a little bit more awake in certain areas, but then there's things I don't know about that others do. And so we have to remember people are coming in at different times and different experiences and that doesn't mean you're right or wrong we just we need to be a little bit more patient and loving so absolutely absolutely you're i you said that beautifully by the way just helps with the empathy (laughs) thing is just they're on a different level than me and that's okay and just kind of like leave it at that (laughs) exactly exactly 100 percent. i agree um Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much again. And you're so uh, welcome. Thank you. Well, for people that are watching the first time, but then others that have seen you before, remind people or tell people where they can find more about you. 
Absolutely. Um, so the best place to go is my website, which is psychictravishill.com. Um, and if you are obviously interested in like trying to, you know, develop on more of a deeper connection, you know, to your higher self or, you know, like your life path, your purpose. And um, also what is your primary purpose? You know, what you chose prior before coming here on this uh, planet uh, to help you to be on the right path. Um, then there's also the scheduling system on my website there too. Um, there's also the bio and testimonials if you want to read that. Um, I know I I always let people know if you're going to go to a psychic medium, read testimonials. That's like true. you, <laughs> you know, sure. that's like the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, but then of course I want to just put it out there that um, uh, you know besides you know connecting to your higher self. Um, I too can also connect uh, to loved ones that are crossed over up in heaven. Um, and so if you need some closure, um, you know, that is also something that I can do as well. Yeah. And I can so. match as one of the testimonies that you've definitely pulled through some things that I've had to go like ask my parents about like great grandparents <laughs> that I didn't know. And they were like, yeah, she did do this. He was right. So, I mean, you, you are able to tap in there. It's pretty neat. So, <laughs> Thank you. That yeah. that means a lot. Yeah. It, it's funny that you said that because uh, before we got on the call today, I, um, I was reading an email from a client that I had yesterday and her dad came through in, um, in spirit form and said, um, I loved being in Echo Lake. And at first she had no idea what he was talking about. And then she emailed me today asking her family, I think, I'm not sure if it was her mom or so-and-so, but she, or it was her brother. She asked her brother and her brother said, yeah, dad would always hang out at Echo Lake. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, so sometimes information comes through that the client may not always know at the first, mm -hmm. but um, by asking your family members, I think that's where it becomes extremely special. That's where it's like, okay, there's something for there's sure. There's something happening yeah. here. <laughs> there's like something real there. There's Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you so yes, much. Thank you so much, Travis. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. As usual, I would be so happy and honored if you would share and subscribe so that we can keep these positive messages flowing uh, on the interwebs. Um, and of course, you can find me on Instagram at Real Lauren Live and my website, lauren.live. Uh, we wish you nothing but happiness and love today as we close out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. <laughs>